Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. All right. Hey, how you doing, Rich? Good. What's up, Romero? What's up, YouTube? Welcome back to the iHeart Gaming and Rich Maddie podcast. We call it the Line in the Heart podcast. We appreciate you yeah, all for up, coming what's... through to watch this episode. Yeah, we see you, Justin MK, in the comments. Is a joy commenting on every episode. Oh yeah, our favorites, our favorites. We definitely appreciate you guys watching. Um. Anyway, uh, so me and you had the exact same issue last week in two different ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in the last episode, we were having issues with the microphone, and mm-hmm. we just found out that was because your Windows decided to switch your microphone. Yep. Check Which, your settings, guys, before you start recording. <laughs> Lesson learned. So, so the exact same thing happened to me uh, during the week, though, uh, with DOA 6. I was trying to get DOA 6 to run on PC because I... Dude, I fucking hate the way Steam sales work because it's $64 on Steam. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I bought it, and then I was just like... I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, a minute later, I was like, regretting my decision. I was like, man, I just paid 60 bucks for DOA. I was like, I probably should have just waited a few weeks. But then I was trying to get this recording done or whatever. Anyway, so I I bought it, launched it. It was working fine. The next day, I it was running at like sub 30 frames per second. I couldn't figure out why. And Oof. I was on the Discord group. And I was uh, trying to te- uh, message people on Twitch, trying to figure out what was going on. At least people that I knew that played PC on it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the exact same thing happened that you happened after like four and a half hours of talking to these people on the DOA six discord. Um, it turns out that windows decided to change the graphics card for it from NVIDIA to Intel. What so, the hell? uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. So normally it was like where it said graphics card, it was just default, but then on the windows side, like in the system settings, the default graphics card, for whatever reason, switched from uh, NVIDIA to Intel. What the hell? So it was trying to use, like, your processor or something? Mm-hmm. Which what is why it wasn't f- running at more than 30 FPS. Damn. And, I, yeah, I switched it and literally worked immediately afterwards. But it, it's so similar to that microphone thing where, like, you just, you're just yeah. like, what? Your, your microphone was set more likely to default. But in the system, the de- whatever the default microphone was, it switched it to something else. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's a Windows problem. It's fucking annoying, is what it is. Hell yeah, dude. How's the anyway, rest how's of your week, week been? Oh, um, uh, yeah. Since you're already on it, go ahead, man. Uh, well, so other than like troubleshooting that, and uh, really troubleshooting a lot of stuff too. Um, I uninstalled and reinstalled OBS. It was working fine. I haven't done a stream test with it. I've only done offline recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't done a screen capture test yet. I was just doing different recordings from my PS4 at different settings. And I was doing uh, the uh, the game recording. Because um, it's got a little thing where you can capture, like, direct gameplay. gameplay. Right. Which, um, I don't like it because it fucks up with the aspect ratio of the game. Like, okay. I, I get, like, a black, like, a small black bar at the top of the game. So, which means that when I'm editing, I'd have to crop it out. But it, 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 I don't like that because it fucks with the ratio. It, it fucks with the resolution of it and all that stuff. But anyway, other than that, uh, it, it was um, it was okay. That was fine. It's 
more of a pain in the ass than anything. But hey, everything's working. I got the green screen mod working in the game. I'm going to mm-hmm. do hopefully some fun and cool shit with it. We'll see what happens. Um, like, realistically, with that green screen mod, if I wanted to, I can make it look like any DOA 6 character is ordering something at Starbucks, which I would like to do. <laughs> oh, is that one of your ideas? Uh, it was one of my ideas for So Calibur Six, but it's just it was so much was going into it and just didn't pan out. What would um, Mila order at Starbucks? I don't know. She, she's a MMA fighter, so probably a protein egg sandwich and like almond milk, something with <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> the protein box, the one with the eggs, the grapes, and the crackers. Yeah, it's like eight dollars. Barely getting any food. That sounds about right. I hate that. I love Starbucks. I dude, before this pandemic stuff, I would fucking go to Starbucks almost every day and just stay there for hours and just work on shit on my laptop or learn how to do stuff. I yeah, miss man. doing that. I know there was I a lot of people who were home. like hardcore Starbucks people. Like at my job we had a Illy's cafe and people were just like, No, I need Starbucks. I don't want Illy's, I want Starbucks. I'm like, hey, See, hey, that, hey, all right, this is down the street. People, yeah, you just like just walk down there. Um, those people are a little bit too much for me because I don't think they have their best coffee. I just like a lot of the environment inside the restaurant. Yeah, it is having a good vibe. Cool. Yeah, like yeah, that's it, exactly the vibes, good vibes. Because you can go there. I love going there. What I used to love doing, which I didn't do a whole lot, but I did like doing it with the people I did it with, was like, you know, hang out with some people, maybe go watch a movie, and then like later at night, like before. Close to like ten o'clock, maybe like eight to ten. It's just chill and talk at the Starbucks on the one of their outdoor patios for a while. Oh yeah, man! Before the pandemic hit, I, that sounds like that's going to be a tagline for everything. Before the pandemic hit, but yeah, Dude. before the pandemic hit, we used to go to the movies to see like every comic book movie or like horror movie, and then right after we would just go to like Chevy's or some restaurant and have a good time, Bonefish Grill, Tropical Smoothie, you know, whatever was in the area. It's always a good time to do that, man. Yeah, I, I don't mind restaurants, but sometimes I just get too full at restaurants, and I just like I just want like a big like drink and just like sipping on that for a while. But yeah. I don't I don't do really alcohol, so I don't like big alcoholic drinks. Mm-hmm. But just like just like a good drink. Um, but oh yeah, but back to Starbucks. Um, if anyone likes espresso, dude, Dunkin' Donuts fucking kills it with their all of their espresso shit. Like oh yeah. Dude, I forgot about Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts is a fucking sleeper right now. You have no idea. They have good... All their breakfast shit is fucking delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, their sandwiches are fire. Yeah. Uh, if if you are lucky and you got kolaches at your Dunkin' Donuts, which is only in select areas of the USA, their kolaches are the best shit out there. It's my favorite kolache out there. Like, fuck the kolache factory. I'm going straight to Dunkin'. Dude, they got good chai lattes, too. They got good chai lattes. Yeah, they're great uh, chai lattes. Th- they're, they're, they also have a donut, my favorite donut ever, because it's it's gonna sound dumb, but it's mostly air on the inside, but it's so fluffy. It's a it's called the French the croissant. Oh, the croissant. Not the croissant, donut. but it's it's made similar to the croissant. The inside of it is made very similar to the croissant, but it's called the French cruller, and it's it's fucking good, man. Dude, they had these strawberry croissant donuts there. I was yeah. like in heaven. Mm-hmm. They need to bring yeah, them dude. shits back. They were dude, so and, good. And you know what my favorite thing about Dunkin' Donuts is that, one, the coffee, I think, is just better than Starbucks. 
uh, their all their ice drinks that have like vanilla and caramel, all that shit tastes way better too. It's just it's got kind of way more flavor. Like if you go to Starbucks, it tastes more like subdued. Like they're pushing down the flavor. Like they don't want you to have as much flavor. But you go to Dunkin's, it's like an explosion of flavor in your mouth. Um, <laughs> explosion of flavor. There you go. There it's it is. It reminds me of uh, SpongeBob SquarePants going like, are you feeling it now? <laughs> you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but um, but the other cool shit that I like about Duncan is that Duncan thinks forward. Like, fucking forward. Sometimes you go to Starbucks and you're just like, man, I would love a place to sit, but there's not enough places to sit. Or sometimes you go to Starbucks and you're like, man, I would really love to be able to plug in my phone or my computer, but like I can't plug it in anywhere because Starbucks only has four outlets for whatever reason. Duncan, they have an outlet at every table, and some of them even have uh, outlets and like on the outside of the restaurant. Dude, your Duncan is advanced. The one I used to go to did not have all that. Oh, really? Yeah, it might have been some of the newer ones because the only ones because I only started going to Duncan like three three and a half years ago. Yeah, like yeah, I was just like far, one morning, like uh, I used well, I used to have this job at Pest Control, and every Friday morning they would give us donuts. Like, uh, I don't know if they do that at your job where sometimes maybe somebody will bring you donuts or something. Usually it's me. I'm the donut guy. Oh, it's a real Chad move. It's a power move. Not so much. <laughs> Everyone's vegan now or, you know, gluten free. So it doesn't pan out like it used to in the nineties, <laughs> you know, but, um, so yeah, so the, but, uh, I got tired of those donuts really fast. And so towards the end, before I left, I started kind of looking out at different breakfast foods because normally I wouldn't eat like I wouldn't eat breakfast let alone like fast foodish breakfast areas like ever the only mm-hmm. breakfast foods I would ever eat is like IHOP or Denny's both good yeah uh, IHOP bomb ass nachos I work there I know it good nachos good spaghetti mm-hmm. um but um <coughs> I went to dunk <coughs> to dunk <coughs> oh dude <laughs> Uh, that's what you get drinking that soda, boy. Dude, drinking that soda and talking too fast. <laughs> um, so I went to Dunkin's and I had one of their donuts and I was like, man, this tastes like way better. Why the fuck are we getting these shitty donuts? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, other than, than me uh, missing Starbucks during my week. Um, so uh, your your go-to game is Dead by Daylight, right? More or less? Yeah, I I've been playing a lot of that. <laughs> it's 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 your game as a service for the most. Everyone has a game as a service at this point. I do. Whether it's Overwatch or Siege or For Honor, I guess whatever you want to play. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, well, well minus Apex Legends, season six just dropped last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't really play it at all last week. I played like maybe an hour and a half. I've been playing it a lot this week, dude. Bomb ass season. Unfortunately, too many people are complaining about it, and I feel like they're going to make bad changes next season. Oh, that's guaranteed. Because everyone's like, oh, the season's too hard, man. It's like, now all the sweats, it's so it's easier to counter the sweats. They're making it easier for new people to get better. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> like like yeah, I know, right? God forbid new players get better. Oh, um, yeah, of course. We got a gatekeep, man. We can't, we can't let yeah, new people in. Dude. And there's literally a strategy in Apex Legends during the map when the circle's closing. It's actually called gatekeeping. And it's when you hang out at the edge of the circle before the circle closes 
in case anyone crosses that barrier right at the end, you just shoot them right as they're walking through it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Easy strategies actually, for the win. Yeah, it's called it's called gatekeeping. Everyone says it all the time. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, it's a it's so they added this new chick. Uh, she's got a little barrier. You can use it as cover. Um, her for her alt like it, the alts work just like Overwatch, by the way. Yeah. So you got an ability where you can shoot whatever. You can do that ability almost any time. And like think like Moira, where like she can do a healing orb, she can do a damage orb, but her ult, um, she has uh, it's the Kamehameha. But on top of that, she's got her regular fire. Oh, sweet. So, so every character has a regular fire. It's basically all the guns. Every character has special abilities. These are on cooldowns, and then every character has an ult. Yeah. Um, so her ult is really rad. It's, I so the more I played her, the more I realized how cool it is, but how. Just unlikely you're ever gonna use it. It's like it's like uh, in a fighting game. Let's say you have a charge character. You know those characters that that have yeah, to charge, like Guile. Like let's say you have to hold this button and you have to charge. And if you if you land the hit after you charge the button for like sixty seconds, which is like a full match, uh, then you will take away eighty percent of your character's health. Okay, but it. But that, that's a cool ability, but what is the likelihood that you're ever going to use that ability? Yeah, never, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of that's how our gun is. So it's a minigun. You can put it wherever you want. Anyone can use it, even bad guys. But the problem with it is that it takes time to get on the minigun, and then once you're in it, your whole back is exposed. And the minigun can only pivot in 180 degrees. <laughs> so everything behind you, you're, it's kind of SOL. And it's just kind of... It's cool to use because it does so much damage, mm-hmm. but then, like, I don't know, after playing her and trying to get it, it done in a battle, you're just like, man, like, when everything's moving so fast, good luck trying to actually get it out. Yeah, that sounds like Balrog, but at least Balrog's power is actually useful in Street Fighter yeah, Four. You could charge the turnaround punch, and if you clock someone with it, you could take, like, 80% of their life, depending on how long you charged it. Hildy had uh, in uh, Soul Calibur Five. She had this one move where if you charge it for a full thirty seconds, and keep in mind, um, the longest a match goes is ninety seconds in that game. I guess a round. But in the in the round, if you were to hold this button for a full thirty seconds, so if you can get this off before you die, um, and while you're doing that, while you're holding that button, you gotta duck, jump, block, guard impact, and all, all this other stuff in Soul Calibur that. Inflict yeah. damage, I guess, if you can. Mm-hmm. Like you have to hold this button and do literally everything else in the game. But if you pull it off, it does actually do seventy percent damage. And I think if it's a counter hit, it's like eighty percent damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but up. Uh, so she's cool. She's her barriers are cool. Her ult is like one of those things where it's like it's cool in concept, but good luck if you ever use it effectively. Like you would have to sneak up behind someone, and they would not. And they would have to be so focused on something else that they don't hear you setting it up. And then they don't have to... They, they have to ignore the wind-up of the gun <laughs> so that you can actually use it. Because <laughs> it's got a long wind-up. Um, the other stuff they introduced into Apex was like... Uh, they introduced a crafting system, which reminds me a little bit of like... Um, it's a little bit like Fortnite-esque, which is what some people don't like. Yeah. Where there's this currency around the map. You pick it up. You go to one of these little booths, and then when you go there, you can make a gun. You can level up your armor. You can make like a level up your backpack. You can do a lot of cool stuff. I like it because it takes some of the RNG out of it. 
but mm-hmm. some people don't like some some of the better players I guess don't like it. Okay. Because God forbid you give noobs a gun. Yeah. Um, and then the other major update they did is that whenever you get off the airplane, you start with shields already. So everybody automatically starts with shields. Even if you don't have a shield, you can level up to get a shield just by doing damage. And if you get a level one shield, it just levels up even faster by doing more damage. But some people don't like that. So I don't know, man. It, it, that That's the kind of shit that makes me not want to play a game is when communities kind of start getting toxic like that. It's the same thing with Overwatch, which is why I don't play it as much. Yeah. I can see that, but I mean, see how the changes pan out. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, but that was it for my week. How was your week? Oh, pretty good, man. We did a whole lot of work delivering food to everyone. Took some to uh, the homeless shelter. I'm playing a whole lot of Dead by Daylight this weekend. I didn't have that too much time to like play during the week but the weekend i definitely played a bunch of dead by daylight that instagram stories was really funny the one where you're like what the fuck is all this we have to move this shit yeah man it was just you going through like four rooms like looking at it dog like after we had like uh made a hundred plus sandwiches and dropped them off to this business they were like all right now you got to help this guy go move some stuff from one Stores facility to another stores facility. I'm like, that sounds like stores facilities with extra steps. But okay, <laughs> we'll do this. So we get there and I look and I'm like, bro, where did you get all of this shit? Yeah, it's just random shit too. Yeah, I'm like, where did you get all of this? And he's like, man, like 20 years of the catering business, you know, I've just acquired a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, and you just came <laughs> here and had three full freaking storage units full of catering shit and it's like heavy stuff dog yeah we got like a good two trucks done and we were just like you know what we got to go back and finish cooking the rest of the stuff to go give to the other businesses i'm like this is Dude, too were much. you guys sweating a lot yes uh so it wasn't ac controlled no uh the inside of the place was but the outside okay. not so much not nah, going between like what 60 degrees and then like 100 outside yes a lot of it. Yeah, that's rough. That's uh, you're gonna be uh having a. Yeah, that's a that's a sweaty back, man. That's mm-hmm. a sweaty back. But in um, Dead by Daylight, they have a new killer out called I think his name is the Blight. He's on the public test uh beta. I didn't try him because you can only do that on PC, and I didn't feel like downloading because I'm lazy. So I tried out some new killers like uh the Hag. Uh, who else did I try out? I've been using Michael Myers. I leveled him up a little bit. Oh, the plague that Chiku throws up on people. I've been using her. I think I came in during one of your streams and I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, I was puking on people. It was fun. Yeah, you know, I was just like, this is just, I don't like it the way that character looks, how they walk or any of that shit. <laughs> this thing I looks so it. dumb. It, uh, it looks so dumb. I use? I use the doctor. The doctor is really good. He's like, she he's reminded- easy mode as shit, but. Yeah, you know what the the plague reminds me of? There was this old ass fighting game for the N sixty four called um, Dark say Rift. Dark Rift was it called? Yeah, for N sixty four. Yeah, so you can look it up if you want uh, right now. Um, so it's called Dark Rift, and it had a uh, there's a character in this game that's like an uh, an alien chick that uh, reminds me a lot of that character. Initially, I thought that was her actually. God, I think her name is like Devora or something, uh, but um, 
every time I see like a, a character kind of like that one in Dead by Daylight or uh, or in um, what's it called or in uh, who's that bug chick in Mortal Kombat? The new oh, one? Devora. Oh, is that actually her name? Yeah. Oh, that's who oh, you're shit. talking about. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's how I told someone told different. Looks a lot like her. I don't like it. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I think her name is Demonica. Demonica. N sixty four. N sixty four names here. Yeah, look up Dark Rift. Uh, N sixty four Demonica. And dude, your that character looks a lot like that. Also, by the way, this is N sixty four. So, um, <laughs> these graphics yeah. suck, but. Yeah, no, that's initially who I thought that's what who that was. Yeah. By the way, this this game sucks. I hated it playing it growing up. It was one of the few N sixty four games we had. Similar. It's it's I I hated it, dude. Yeah, this game looks like ass cheeks. Yeah, dude, it's fucking terrible. Talk about games that it, it's a fighting game. It's a, it was a three D fighter. It, they, everyone used weapons. It was almost like a proto. So caliber, yeah, it looks like Terror Dome. <laughs> but um, it's it's like, man, did, did it was did it just we just could not understand how to play this goddamn game, dude. Our me and my like eight year old cousins, we couldn't figure out how you do combos. We couldn't figure out what you do. I remember one time I was using the guy with the gun, and he threw a grenade, and that was the coolest shit ever. And we never could reproduce it. <laughs> I fuck this game. Fuck this! Get her away from me. It race. looks like trash. Oh, there. And then I played DOA six for a bit. I was messing around with Hayate and um, who's a guy with the faux hawk, Diego. I was hanging yeah. out in Ozone Stream. I'm like, I'm gonna take your character and use him. And uh, I got like drunk as shit. And then Bookster was like, Yo, I'm drunk. Let's play some DOA. And I was like, Hell yeah, let's fight. So we were both just picking Diego and just like doing charge punches. It was pretty. It was pretty stupid, but it was a lot of fun, dude. Next time, uh, if you ever want to get like drunk with a friend on stream, you should try out Fall Guys. Fall Guys, yeah. I saw Matt two playing it earlier. I was gonna hop dude, on, but then I was like, ah, nah. If you haven't downloaded, download it now before the month ends because it's free for PS Plus members. Yeah, I got to download it. I just okay, haven't cool. played no, it yet, dude. Yet. Now that's a game where I like playing with my friends, and that's a good game where you know just you're all playing your own game, but it's all on the same map. You're, if, if it's a team-based game, you're on the same team, uh, mm -hmm. and then you just kind of just like sip on your on your rum and coke and just like play the night away, just making dumb jokes and shit. That is yeah. such a fun game to do that with. I was watching it, and I'm like, I see it. It's like a game show, and you do all this MXC type shit. Like, uh, all right. The game show shit, I, I dude, I didn't even realize it was like a game show until way later. I, mean, I, I thought it was more like Mario games. Party. I was just it like, is, yeah. It's definitely similar to Mario Party. Yeah, well, uh, that's I didn't realize they were going for like the game show thing until like way later. Like I watched a like, YouTube on some strategies, and I was like, "Oh, it's a show!" And then I looked at them. I, I started up the game, and I looked at it, and it's like, "Oh yeah, you can leave the show, you can start the show." And I was like, "Oh man, what the fuck?" Yeah, that's what they mean. And I think like season two's already coming for Fall Guys. It's I don't know. Crazy. I'm easy. Dude, but it's a it's a it's a fun game. Uh, I'll I'll play it with you uh, if you want. But it's a it's it's a it's a that is a game you want to play with as many people as possible. One of my favorite things is like you have four people on there, and if all four of you can make it to the end of the finish line, just start trolling people and grabbing everybody. Yeah, that's some kind of shit I would like to do. 
knocking yeah. people off or, looks fun. Oh, oh, I, I, I did it. You could, you could totally. Okay, so you know, uh, have you seen the fruit game on it yet? Yeah, the one with the cards, and it's like a platform, uh, and then it like falls. Yeah. 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 So one thing you can do there is that nobody in that game mode starts moving until they see somebody else moving because not everyone can remember where the fruits are. Mm-hmm. So one thing that me and my friends did is that we, uh, when when they, during the third round of that game where they put four fruit out, we ran to one side of the square where we knew it was not going to be it and then decided to run back and we got a whole bunch of people to follow us. And then we ran back to our square. We were safe, and then like seven people got eliminated. That's such a MXC type shit, dude. It is such a good game to play with other people, like especially with other people by yourself. Unless you're into platforming games, I don't. I wouldn't recommend playing it by yourself. Some people are into that, mm-hmm. um, but as if you got uh, another friend, even if they don't play video games, and that's always the fun. The the best part is when you see people that don't play video games play that game. It's pretty good. Yeah. It looks like it's oh, enjoyable um, for everybody. Speaking about DOA 6, so yesterday when I was recording some footage, I was yeah. playing it. And, dude, I went on a 10-game, on an 11-game win streak with uh, using Mila. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> Just, Did you rank up? Uh, yeah, I, went, I got my B- rank, but I think that's probably going to go back down. Oh, man. Every time right. I pick up a new character, it goes back down, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna pick up a new character after this video's over and just uh, I already know who it's gonna be. It's just I'm just like, oh shit man, this shit's gonna it's like it's gonna go back down. It's always goes it always goes fucking back down. Oh, that's alright. Alright. It was the same thing. But I yeah. played Christy and went back down to like B minus. I got to A and went back down to like B minus when I picked up Vianne. But then I shot back up. Yeah, but I mean every on the bright side I'm not getting any like hate mail on the PSN, which is fantastic. for now. Yeah, for now. unless I go start up Overwatch, which I might do after this, because uh, I've been like feeling like playing Overwatch recently, mm-hmm. and fuck, man, I don't know what it is about Overwatch, but people fucking get salty on Overwatch. Yeah, definitely. I Ready have no to get idea into why. some gaming shit. Yeah, before all the Overwatch players come in here. <laughs> I want to be Tracer. I'm already Winston. <laughs> I'm already Genji. <laughs> I, I love that, that song. song. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you want to talk about first? Hell yeah, man. What's on the list? Oh, hell yeah. Gotham Knights. Dude, I am excited for this game. Super excited. So um, it looks really cool. I like that they have the red hood in there. He's probably yes. my favorite... Um, I think he might be my favorite DC character. I, I really like his origin story. Hell yeah, dude. Jason Todd. I love Jason Todd. I love Red Hood so much. I just love his yeah. backstory. I love his rage. But it's so justified. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. And it's cool that they did something else with that character. Because I always got confused by the concept of two Robins. And I was like, uh, okay, I know eventually I think he becomes Nightwing. And I was like, well, there's this other Robin. And then I was like, uh, I never, like... It was always confusing to me when I was growing up. So when they introduced the Red Hood, I was just like, oh, this is cool. I like this a lot. So you give him something else to do. Yeah. Always love um, Red Hood. I love the. I don't know what that. I don't know what that game's going to be, though. It's because it's not going to be in the Arkham universe as far as I know. No, it's not. It's definitely not made by Rocksteady. So. Yeah. So 
It looks a lot like those Batman Arkham games, though. Yeah, it does take like, a lot. It from has, them. yeah, it has a lot of those aesthetics, but I legit don't know how it's gonna play. Like in my mind, I was watching some of the gameplay. Oh, not well, not some of the gameplay, but the trailer for it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I was thinking, like, is this trying to be like um, the the Square Enix Avengers game? No, I don't think it is. I think that's more. This is more of like role playing, story based. And then Avengers is more like loot and shoot, but it has a story in it. Not a shooter, but definitely a, like a loot type of game, like Destiny. Yeah. So what do you think this is going to be then? Like, what do you think the game's going to be? Because you know more about all this Batman. I haven't played a single Batman game, dude. Not, you didn't not play any of the Arkham, Arkham series? Okay. Well, dude, the Arkham I didn't series. have a PS3 when all, the, all that stuff was coming. I wanted it. Don't get me wrong. I wanted it. And I think at one point I bought Arkham City. Mm-hmm. And then just still didn't have a PS3, and then just sold it or gave it to one of my cousins or something. Oh, they're definitely worth playing, man. At least the second one. I'll play them at one point. I mean, I remember liking the intro to Arkham Asylum a lot. Yeah, where you're walking with the Joker. Arkham Asylum was really, was really good. It's fun. Yeah, game. I remember liking it a lot. I just it was during the time when I just didn't have a PS3, and I didn't have a PS3 for a lot of years, and I just just it just slipped. Yeah, well, I mean, you're basically just Batman, and it's kind of like an RPG-elemented Batman. Like, you can explore. As you, you know, progress, you get more gadgets. You can level up, do better attacks, string together more combos. You can use your utilities and combos, too. It's pretty good. So is it like Metroid? Yeah, you could say it's uh, similar to a Metroid-style game. As Where, far like, as progression you get new abilities, goes. and those new abilities let you explore new areas? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Okay, cool. That's that. That's cool. Yeah, there uh, might I, I be like a that in, um... little bit of that. I don't think it's gonna do it as much as Arkham does. If they do do it, I think this one's gonna be more like you progress through like levels with friends, or you can just kind of play it by yourself, and the bots will take hmm. over. Interesting. But yeah, that that looked really cool. That was just a really cool trailer. Right? It was. You know, it's one of those things that more game companies, I think, or at least not game companies, but Marvel, not Marvel, comic book companies should do is like lean into the rest of your cast. Yeah, I'm glad that they hold up the made a game that just features the Bat Family. I've wanted that for so long because they're so cool. They're like just the coolest DC characters. I'm like, I've always wanted to take control of them in like an Arkham style game. So it's just perfect. You get Barbara, you get Dick, you get... You get uh, Damien, Jason now, and they're probably going to oh, play man, different. Damien, so Damien is such a joke. Damien is such a goddamn joke. I like him. He's a little asshole. That's my guy. I hate that character. <laughs> I hate that character so goddamn much. And I loved him in Injustice too. He was the shit. I liked him. I didn't even know he was in Injustice. Yeah, he was Robin in Wait. Injustice too. Red Hood was in there too. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, Injustice too. I didn't play that one. I played the first one. Oh, you missed out. Justice 2 was actually really good. I like that game more yeah. than Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Dude, I, I I liked it a lot. I was just kind of... Nobody knew nobody knew played it, which made me not want to play it. Oh, that sucks, man. I still have it, so... Well, I'll, I'll probably get... I mean, at this point, I think I'd probably just give Injustice 3 a shot, because it's... Actually, I don't even know what they're going to do with that because, cause, you know, the, that company's being sold as well. Netherrealm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't I be know. surprised if they were working on it right now. Yeah. 
I mean, I like that rotation they got going on of Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that they announced was the Suicide Squad game. This that one's actually released by Rock City. Yeah, it looks very um, cool. That one I actually got hyped way more than the Gotham Knights. I was like, oh, this is cool. I was like, I love this King Shark take. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, King Shark looks interesting. The the comedy of it reminded me so much of the um that Harley Quinn cartoon that's really popular right now. Yes. Have you seen Have you seen clips of that show? Oh, I've watched the whole first season. Oh. I think I watched. Dude, like, my the first favorite episode. character in that whole show is Bane. Bane, because <laughs> because it's it's Mexican Spanish looking Bane, but they give him that stupid Russian accent. I love from Bane. the Dark Knight Rises. And he's just talking in all these metaphors all the time. Yeah, he's always like, I wanted the fish. I didn't want the meat. Yeah. <laughs> the reckoning of Gotham is coming. The reckoning. I got I these the, minions I... fair and square. Go find your own, Harley. <laughs> you can't use my credit card. You cannot use it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so... I, I love the, the... I was watching uh, clips of that a while back ago, and I was like, Oh, this is great. Like, they got all the best parts of Bane. I, I, was, I, I like this a lot. I'm still surprised that DC greenlit that show, because that show is fucking hilarious, and they just go balls well, I, to the wall with everything. It's I mean, I think great. it also, recently, I think DC, for the most part, after their failed um, DCEU, I think they've, they're really leaning into that whole, like, oh, we just got a whole bunch of properties, let's just do stuff with them. They should, and I'm glad they are, because it's, it's working. Like, this game, yeah. this Rocksteady game looks sick. It looks fun, the graphics look really good. Like, they made Boomerang look tight. Captain Boomerang looks yeah, cool exactly. as shit in that. Like, he's teleporting yeah. around, throwing the boomerang. Like, he looks cool. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, uh, they also, um, I mean... Yeah, DC is just. I mean, we'll talk about it later with the new Batman stuff, but like, yeah, I really like everything they're doing right now. Yeah, yeah it's cool. They're definitely on a roll. Oh, and uh, uh, right before the podcast uh, started, it is confirmed that that uh, Suicide Squad game does take place in the Arkham Asylum universe. Yeah, it looks like uh, who is it? Brainiac landed, and he's kind of like warped the mind of like Superman and the Justice League. So you have to take them out. Probably it's always Brainiac. Like if 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 I feel like any time they need to take down Superman, it's always like it's always Brainiac or some shit like that. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's mad. He's I wonder if now. we're actually gonna kill some members of the Justice League. That would be fun. I think what they're yeah they should do that. They should lean into that. Hell yeah, man! Just make it M. We can just fucking shoot superman that'd be fun as hell when do you get yeah, a chance that, to ever do that I, yeah exactly i mean my biggest criticism of a freaking superman is he's too much of a boy scout oh yeah well everyone says that you know yeah i mean but that's why i like man of steel because he wasn't as much of a boy scout oh, yeah that movie was awesome i liked it some yeah. people didn't but i thought it was pretty cool look some people were mad at gotham knights they were like man gotham knights looks trash and then they were like suicide squad looks like trash and i'm like you just wanted another arkham game like this yeah. is why i'm like we need people to take risk and do different type of games because i don't want to have the same stuff over and over again so i'm glad that they're yeah. doing these games they look interesting like the best example of of um like games that do something like, okay, so Legend of Zelda, since Ocarina of Time, let's see, Majora's Mask, Windward Sword, Twilight Princess. Yeah, th those four games are very similar to each other. They are. 
They are. Like, outside of aesthetics, those games do not really do many different things. Not too different. both, Both Wind Waker and Twilight Princess tried to pay a lot of homages to Ocarina Time, just in two different ways. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like... The, all those games are very, very... And Majora's Mask literally just reuses the assets of Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... um, Like, if you want to talk about, like... You want studios to move away from that. Because when they don't innovate, then properties get somewhat stale. And then... uh, But then, what's interesting with, with uh, Legend of Zelda is that you have, like, the Skyward Sword, where they were trying to... They were trying to do innovating, which is cool, because the Wii Remote, the mechanics of the Skyward Sword is really cool. Also... The last 10 minutes of that game are the best in any Zelda game. Like, mwah. Oh, I never played it, so don't spoil oh, it. Oh, dude, it's absolutely, like, it's it's one of those, like, whoa. Which is whoa. weird, because I played everything else. Majora's Mask, yeah, well, Sky- Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess. Skyward Sword? Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyward Sword is probably the, one of the least played Zelda games, just because um, yeah, it wasn't the barrier of entry... It was on the Wii. The Wii? Yeah. It came it? out like the year before the Wii U came out. Oh. Yeah, it did. You're right. You're right. But um, Skyward Sword is just so... um, It's really cool. It has the best Zelda out there, too, outside of the one from Breath of the Wild. But even... I think the, the Zelda and Skyward Sword is way better. Just way more personality. That's a bold statement, because most people say... Dude, it's so much Twilight more personality. Twilight Princess it, or Ocarina of Time. Like, Twilight Princess did a really good job of, like, trying to make cutscenes happen in Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Skyward Sword did a way better job. They gave, like, a lot more of their characters, like, expressions and stuff. Okay. Like, like Link is, like, really emoting and stuff. And then um, I, they just did a good job. The only thing I don't like about Skyward Sword is that it really takes that, like, Metroidvania approach of, like, oh, you have a new ability... Now go to all the old areas and use that ability and see what secrets you can find. That's, yeah. Yeah, so it tried doing that like, oh, well, you can go anywhere you want as you're progressing through the through the game. It's just, but it's still holding you back a little bit in a way that Breath of the Wild kind of doesn't. Yeah, I'd, I'd say my favorite so far is probably Majora's Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask is my favorite for sure. Yeah, I like changing uh, into I like different that game. races. And I like the story a lot. It was really dark, but it was cool, interesting. Yeah, super cool. Um, yeah, but I mean, for me, as far as story goes, uh, it's uh, Majora's Mask, Skyward Sword, Arcarina, um, Twilight. Uh, I mean, no, 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 Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and then uh, I don't know where to put uh, Breath of the Wild. I haven't played it yet. Oh, it's good. It's, it's yeah. fun. But yeah. dude, if, if you go back and you play Twilight Princess, like that is a game that's a little bit longer than it should be. It's good, though. I really like the story in that game. Yeah, but I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, I just think Zelda just, it just doesn't innovate enough. It reminds me a lot of those Arkham games where you have Arkham 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And then, um, when they try doing innovation, some people don't like it. When they try innovating in other ways, some people might like it. I think with the Suicide Squad games, it's going to be one of those, you know, it's going to be one of those trajectories where people do like it. Yeah, I hope so. Because I hope we get more different things like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be Suicide Squad, but maybe Justice League or some other squad, Teen Titans, whatever. Yeah, I thought that, yeah, for the rumor, the longest time is that they were working on a Justice League game. I guess that's technically true. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, let's see what else is here. The uh, what is this Black Myth Wukong? I have no idea what the hell this is about. You did you watch this trailer for this game? No, I saw the picture, and the only thing I can think of is like, um, because I, I, I copy and paste that and just put it in the search bar, and I was like, what is this? Uh, and it's um, is it like? the actual story of Goku because that's the only yeah, thing I can think of. I think the Monkey King. Yeah. Yeah, which is what Dragon Ball was originally based off of before right. it went into an, all of its adventures. Let me and just say this. Like, this is like yeah. the most next-gen game I've ever seen. The trailer for this game mm. is fucking nuts. Like, the graphics look insane. The gameplay looks insane. And then the director comes out and he like responds to everyone's just amazement at this trailer he's like oh you haven't seen anything yet that was kind of trash that's just pre-alpha footage game's gonna be a lot better than like maybe a year or two years time something like that and i was like dude that's a bold statement because i'm like that trailer is just crazy it's beautiful like when you see the boss fight the boss just is beautiful just everything about that game is just nuts i, I don't believe that just, just watch the trailer. There's no way this game will be that I'll play good. Play in the background. Um, I wonder how, how do the graphics in this game compare to Fast and the Furious Crossroads? <laughs> Bold of Bandai Namco to release a PS3 game in this current generation. Yikes! That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, this game looks really cool. Actually, reminds me a little bit of Devil May Cry. Yeah, it's definitely got the hack and slash, like stylus hack and slash, and yeah, you can uh, get other people's weapons, and it kind of like changes your move set and your like tools a little bit. And oh yeah, this is definitely like Devil May Cry. Oh yeah, this is gonna be cool. Yeah, and it's made by X Ten Cent employees. So oh, it's really? Pretty interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder why they left. Yeah, but I like you. I saw the picture and I was like, oh, this is going to be like another Monkey King game, like Enslaved or something like that. And then I watched it and I'm like, no, this looks amazing. Yeah, uh, it's um, it's got it's uh, that character. The main character's name is going to be Goku Watch. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then it's, it's a whole bunch of Goku memes are going to come out. Yeah, but it's an OG story of Goku. It's like Devil May Cry, but with. Asian deities. All right, what's this uh, Mortal Shell stuff? Mortal Shell. Uh, it's another Souls-like game. I, that I've actually never heard of. Mortal Shells. Yeah, I had my eye on it for a little bit. Um, good thing is it's only like twenty nine ninety nine, but it's reviewing really well. It's kind of like a Dark Souls game, but with a slight twist, kind of like every other Souls-like game. What's the twist on this one? Uh, you're kind of like a. A kind of zombie, oh, dude. This just came thing. out actually. Yeah, this literally just came out last week. What the the game? The Mortal game, Show? Mortal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you can switch into like different builds. Like you have your standard uh, rogue, then you have your knight, then you have like your heavy hitter, spellcaster. I think is maybe one of them. If it's not, I think it should be. But it looks like it looks Dark really Souls, but pretty polished. Looks good. Yeah, the lighting on it looks really good. Yeah. I'd give it a try for twenty nine ninety. Wait, is Dark Souls is Dark Souls considered janky? It's a yeah, it's kinda janky when I play it. 
<laughs> yeah, I've never played any of the Souls games. So and none. These graphics in Mortal Shell definitely look better than Dark Souls 3, in my opinion. And the game looks like it runs better. Yeah, I haven't touched Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, or Demon Souls, or Sekiro, or... Most of those games, I kind of get like, mm, I don't know if I want to play that. No, they're fun, but... I would say probably PC is best because you can get them shits like upscaled and run them at 60 frames per second. You play them on PS4, it's like 30 frames per second. It kind of sucks, but uh, it's passable, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I, I don't know. I've never really been into Dark Souls games. But then, like, I, I think about it and, like, I don't. There's a lot of single player games I play, but there's not that many. Like, it does take me a while to get through a single player's game. Like, I'm still. Like halfway through Bugs Play, I'm still making my way through that. Um, it's just one thing I've noticed as I've gotten older that it takes me a long fucking time to get through a single player game. Yeah. Especially, like, I was uh, I was playing Death Stranding and that took me like two months to complete. <laughs> yeah, you were taking your time with that game. Did that game? It, 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 it takes a while to complete that game. It's yeah. a lot of fun, but it, it takes a while. I don't even, I still don't even understand the story of that game. Oh, it's really good. The uh, last, um, dude, the last, it, it, it's, uh, it has probably one of the best endings. Well, sort of. Parts of it, like, right before the credits roll, it has, like, that part of the ending is probably one of the best endings I've ever seen. Okay. I'll like, take just, your word for it. Yeah, you get a really good, like, you get two characters that, uh, it, it does a good job of, like, building tension between certain characters. And then it's got that uh, traditional, uh, like Kojima plot, which you don't see coming, and you you literally don't see coming. I mean, because the game's Kojima, man. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's a, it, it predicted COVID, so I mean, it's pretty. Oh good. my god! Okay, what's next? <laughs> um, actually, uh, there was a tweet. I think someone tweeted at Kojima, where uh, or, or not Kojima, but one of the developers of um, of Este of uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Death Stranding and they said we didn't predict the future if we would have we would have made more money <laughs> um, but uh, let's see uh, oh yeah you said the PS5 uh, promotions are ramping up which is true yeah I, I have seen the, the TV commercial for the controller yep TV commercial we got emails I think there was a official PlayStation magazine uh, the PS4 was on on that sorry ps5 was on the cover of that they had like 180 pages and they were like we got 60 plus games in here so i think hopefully we should be getting an announcement within the next coming weeks probably a release date and some price info which would be really nice yeah um uh i gotta start saving money and putting aside to actually buy it yeah i'm glad i've actually but I, at the same yeah, but at the same time, I'm not too worried about it because I feel like they're just going to run out at the beginning and then it's going to take like two or three weeks to actually get your hands on one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And to be honest, I'm way more excited about the Xbox than I am about the PS5 just from a specs and like content creation point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can do more with my capture card on the Xbox than I can with the PS5. Yeah, but you ain't got no games. You know, I'll be there. I also don't want to start up my subscription service like or, or be paying for two subscription services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just um, it's a I would dude. This wouldn't be an issue if they would just Sony would go all in on crossplay. 
Crossblaze was holding him back. Yeah, Crossblaze was pretty cool. <laughs> fucking cowards. <laughs> fucking cowards. <laughs> um, and like, what, what's uh, that feature? <laughs> you sound like, what's what, it, uh, what? Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a bunch cowards. of cowards. Fucking cowards. They are. Dude, because PS4 is not really letting you release some fucking anime on that game, some some lewd and rude stuff on there, they are turning a whole bunch of boys gay. Oh my god. This guy. <laughs> it's true. Here we go with the conspiracies. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, when I was getting my hair done, my hairdresser was telling me there was like some conspiracy about this, uh, the social distancing. She was like, yeah, everyone yeah. has to stand six feet away so satellites can, like, detect everyone where they're at. I'm like, oh, that's what oh, you God. think? That's what you think the social distancing is for? To add to that, uh, one of my friends, he's a police officer, and um, he uh, he went to pull over a guy. And uh, I'm not going to tell the whole story because I probably shouldn't, but um, he went to go tell the story of a guy. A guy got pulled over, and... <laughs> It was like he's like, hey man, what's going on? It's like you want to come out. It's like no, I'm not going to come out unless there's two police officers here. So he didn't want to come out of his car. Talked to him. Got eventually got him to come out of his car. He goes like, hey, so what's going on? It's like, okay, here's the thing. There's an Amber Alert in Florida. It's the same. It's the same car that uh, is. It's the same. They're looking for me. And then he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I am the Amber Alert. And, um, well, he starts talking to him a little bit more. He's like, man, this guy is off his head or whatever. He starts talking about QAnon. Oh, um, no. The media and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, and uh, his the sheriff got there and they were talking to him. And he was, and they were and, like, you know, they were trying to, they were definitely de-escalating stuff for sure. That's but it was good. just one of those things where it's, where it's just like, ah, shit. This dude just went like, he went from, I am the Amber Alert to, QAnon though. <laughs> Every, Let me tell you what they're doing. They're tracking me. Everything links back to QAnon. And the worst thing is, I yeah. finally saw that like interview with Trump when the lady asked the question. She was like, "Yeah, do you do you know about those people who think about you and some shadow conspiracy? You stopping pedophile rings?" And he was like, "Well, oh. you know, when there be a good thing, don't you think?" And Trump Trump just leans straight into it. I'm like, "Come on, dude, just That's say so no." Like, oh my god. Or, or just like, or just say next question. Why would you feed the answer. trolls, just... you ass? Like, oh, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm pretty sure Trump is the reason why we can't have crossplay on PS4. Oh my god. Now QA knows, like, yes, Trump's talking directly to us. We've been right the entire time. Don't let the Fortnite players play with each other. <laughs> Don't let them. We can't have those Xbox logos popping up on our PlayStation screens. We already got rid of Apple. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. Oh, actually, we didn't do the Apple thing right now. So, um, Microsoft officially released a statement that they are backing up Apple, which is... Uh, oh, they're backing up little... Epic in the yeah, war yeah, against yeah, no, Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my story confused. Yeah. <laughs> in the war against Apple, um, Microsoft is teaming up with, uh, with Epic, which is... Um, I mean, it makes sense because uh, last week we talked about how the X Cloud wasn't really allowed on um, on Apple. But to add more to the story, uh, Apple delisted a whole bunch of games that have uh, th- that are using the Epic uh, Unreal Engine. Yeah, the Unreal Engine, which is bad. Which is like that's like I don't know, sixty percent of the game industry or something like that. Yep. 
Hundred percent, man. Yeah. So I mean, it's just uh, it's not looking good. The other thing that's kind of, I don't, I don't like this part that Epic's doing, is in the game of Fortnite they have a hashtag that says free Fortnite, which <laughs> honestly is pretty fucking dumb because, like, they are a multi-billion-dollar company. It's not like they're losing. Cringe, loud. dude. They they're just mad they're not making more money. They're they're already operating at a profit. They're just mad their profits aren't higher. Yeah, that game so, was profitable in like the first month. Uh, so it's like what what this whole hashtag free Fortnite, and then not only that, but they're talking about free Fortnite in the open market, where you have two competing markets fighting against each other. And not only are they fighting against each other, but who the who are they telling free Fortnite to? Because the people playing the Fortnite are arguably, most of them are arguably teenagers. Yeah. That cannot affect policy, on a not not even on a on a on a on a, on a, on a state by state or city by city level, but like on a free market level, they cannot affect companies' individual policies. Which makes no fucking sense. And then to add the cherry on top of the shit cake, uh, the freaking Epic is also doing this with their Epic Game Store. What? They're pulling different they're, stuff. No, they're they're not. They're literally paying for exclusives. Oh like, yeah. They're actually like they're gatekeeping the rest of the market. Yeah, there's just like Apple's gatekeeping them. Yeah, there's some kind and of game like, that's supposed to launch specifically on Epic first and then come to consoles and whatnot. I forgot what it was. But that's definitely a thing. You're right. But it's super ironic that they're 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 protesting and they're telling their their players to protest against Apple because Apple isn't letting, isn't allowing Fortnite or Unreal games on their Epic Store. Meanwhile, Epic is over there trying to get exclusive so that they don't allow those games on other stores. Yeah, they're like definitely it's doing it's like it. the the pot calling the kettle black. A little bit because they're doing more of like a time release. It's not just only exclusive. Well, it's time release that the developer wants it to. We don't know because they're not fucking communicating. Yeah. And my my point being is that these these rich companies are very very annoying right now. Yes, they are. But I hope they think they are definitely holier than thou when they're clearly not. Of course not. But I hope they get their shit together so people can play Fortnite on their iPhones. Even though I don't give a flying shit about Fortnite. We'll see what happens. I mean, if if it if whatever happens does go through, it should make microtransactions on most apps on the Apple Store and probably Android just by de facto um, cheaper, actually. So, I mean, that's technically a good thing. It'd be better for smaller app creators because they can charge their own rates instead of adhering to Apple's rates. But Yeah, so now I you mean, guys can get less ripped off with microtransactions. Kudos to you. You yeah. get a discount on buying Pokemon Dance on Fortnite. And the Joker yeah, exactly. costume. Yeah, because we live in a society. Oh yeah, we definitely live in a society. <laughs> society. <laughs> I don't know how that... How did that get attributed to the Joker? I just think it's so funny. Every time you see a picture of a Joker in the comment section, ah, uh, yes, society. Society. We live in a society. Um... Have you seen, then, like, uh, the whole Joker, like, culture? Like, there's some people who really started this whole, like, Joker culture up after dude, that movie. Which I still I, haven't uh, even not seen. Not that. 
not that, and I haven't seen the movie either, but um, I know there's, I know plenty of people and some relatives of mine that they'll put the Joker picture as their profile picture. Anytime I see someone that has the Joker picture as their profile picture, I'm just like, this is cringe. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I think we got like the low tier of like video game characters, Deadpool, anime, waifus, hentai. And then the bottom of the barrel, I'd say, is probably that one. <laughs> yeah, the Joker. I would put hentai up much higher. You put yeah, I would put I put hentai up further than the Joker. I will put the Joker just at the bottom. Hentai's just hentai's just funny because people always accidentally confuse it with anime. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. It's just anime porn. Yeah, yeah, but it but it gets confused sometimes, and I just think it's really funny when that happens. Either way. If any of you guys have these avies minus like yeah. video game characters, just know that I don't give a flying fuck about your opinion, and I probably laugh at you on you Twitter know, a lot. But like that, the 2007 Master Chief profile icon, all the time. <laughs> How many people did you know that have that? Enough, enough. Or, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. It's uh I don't know man like I. Don't think I've ever had a profile picture of a video game character, movie, or anime character. I think ever. I trolled with the Dragon Ball Z one for a week on Facebook. That's like I'm it. thinking really hard about this, and I really don't think I ever had that. That's good. I mean, keep it that way. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like, if it's part of a troll account, I don't. I was like, okay, that's part of it. That's fine. But if if, if you're very serious about your profile. And and it's not marketing, it's not trolling, it's just like it is your your genuine profile. Mm-hmm. It is. It always. It's always just. I don't know. Like if you're wearing it proud and you you're leaning into it, I feel like it's no problem. It's the people who are who are kind of serious about their fandoms. Yeah, like Dante may cry, and then you have a picture of like Sasuke. Yeah. It's like oh god, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, people that are way too serious about their fandoms that have those profile pictures. Those those are the ones you got to worry about. Yeah. If it's just some dude... If it's some... Because if I'm on Twitter, if I'm having an argument with somebody and the dude has a picture of Master Chief and then if if he goes into the comment section and goes like, hey, the chief is here. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Like, yeah, like lean into it for sure. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but but if... But if it's a dude, and or if he's just posting about Halo stuff, that's fine. But if he genuinely thinks, if this man, if if this guy is always comparing himself to Master Chief, then I would say that's an issue. Oh yeah, they exist. They definitely do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, that was Apple. Uh, what's the future game show? Because I actually don't know anything about that. Oh, a future game show, just a showcase, kind of like Gamescom and um, I guess Tokyo Game Show. I think it's wait. Uh, is the Tokyo? When is the Tokyo Game Show? I don't know, but it's on a. I think smaller than that. You know, Devolver Digital showing up. You know, they always have them crazy fucking games and. Oh, Tokyo Game Show is actually next month. It is. Oh. Yeah, from September twenty three to September twenty seven. I didn't know that. I mean, it's probably gonna be digital, but. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, it's gonna yeah, be digital I just, now. Yeah, those were the two I ever watched. Was E three and TGS. On G four, which is coming back. 
which is probably, I bet you, I bet you, it's, I don't know why G4 never came back as a YouTube channel, because they could have had the podcast game on lockdown, dude. Yeah, and all the original content, too. They could have had, like, a whole yeah, streaming service by now. they could have had all now. that shit on lockdown, and they just decided to go away just as YouTube was starting to get big, and then just never, and then that was at the time, though, when big TV companies were DMCA striking and actually suing YouTube for removing all the clips of all their shows or whatever. Yeah, I remember they were like, oh, who would want a video game network? And then, like, fucking Twitch yep. pops up. It's like... Yep. 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 It's so funny. I love that. I love it when history goes that way. Um, but yeah, it's a, they could have had... Dude, think of all the shows that they had. X-Play, Attack of the Show. They could have easily turned any of those into a podcast. Yeah, like Code and Monkeys, just, X-Play, Cheat. Mon- all those yeah. shows were fun as hell. Code Monkeys could have been like a five-minute YouTube show dude, that they just I, did once a week. I love Code Monkeys. It was like a whole year where I watched nothing but Code Monkey reruns because I was just in college <laughs> yeah, just, and I had nothing better to man, do. They, they just dropped the goddamn ball. Hardcore. Yeah, uh, but um, but yeah, uh, I bet you G four is gonna come back as like uh, what's that? Like it's gonna be on Peacock or something. That Peacock, which is lame as fuck. What if they had their own streaming service? Would that be good? I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's just like, just start a YouTube channel and just come back as a YouTube channel. Like, why are you complicating this shit? I don't know. Maybe they can go like the uh. <laughs> Was a Rooster Teeth route have like a website and put all their content on there? But but even then, Rooster Teeth knows that they still need to upload all their stuff to YouTube. They do. the The Daily Show, which is one of my favorite shows, they upload full episodes to YouTube now. Ever since this COVID stuff happened, thank God, because like they should have been doing that a long time ago. Yeah. It just it just makes no sense to gatekeep your own content to to an archaic TV-based system where you have to watch it at a very specific hour unless you have DVR, in which case you still need to look for it so you can record it at that very specific hour and then play it back later. Well, it's just like... You know old money loves freaking keeping not monopolies in business, dude. That's what they do. Yeah, you got to keep the investors happy. It's just... That's why I'm so happy. Goes. Like, YouTube... So many people make content on YouTube they just take money away from all these people because seriously fuck them yeah blockbuster had the whole whole chance to prevent their own downfall by buying netflix and they were just like fuck this shit yeah late fees like part of the reason why and they failed old yeah, money part of the reason why why direct tv is so expensive is because so much of the nfl is kind of locked into it that they, they they're forced to kind of raise the price on top of having the nfl ticket which is funny because the and, NFL tells you that it's like illegal to record. <laughs> yeah, the not only that, but, but but there's so many weird laws with the NFL. Like, yeah. oh, if a if a game's playing on a local TV station, well, you're not gonna get on your cable provider. And then the same thing if the game's playing on a cable station, you're not gonna get it on your on your local TV. Yeah, There's so bullshit. you got to get the NFL Game Pass or whatever. And, and then the other thing that's annoying is that it's a it's a fucking. I don't know how the NFL is a nonprofit. It's considered a nonprofit. Wow, I never biggest, knew that. Are you serious? Yeah, biggest no, no, yeah, yeah, biggest sports industry in all of the USA, and it's considered a nonprofit. That's just to get around some fucking tax shit, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's on, it's man. just it is a a a nonprofit. I have no idea how they have. I don't know, like thirty 
I don't know how many teams they have. At least fifty. There's fifty states. They have fifty teams. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I'm not talking but it's about a that. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that's a. Uh, okay, that's cool. So that's a good show to look forward to. I'll keep that an eye out for that next week. A lot of video game news should come out on that. Yeah, I hope so. Sega's gonna be there. You know, a bunch of good developers. I'm expecting something good. Yeah. And then um, this other stuff we have here is uh, AMC and Regal movie theaters are going to slowly open back up. Yeah. I saw that. Press press X to fucking doubt. I mean, they said, I checked in my specific city doubt. of DC. AMC and Regal said they were open back up on the 15th. I don't know how legit that is. I'd have to look. But they said they're adhering well, to new rules. Well, they're losing money. I get it. Of course. But they're not going to get anybody. I don't. I think they're going to undersell their tickets. I think they're going to sell them cheaper. And then when they realize people aren't going to buy them, they're going to put a cheaper price. And then they're like, oh, people aren't buying movies. Now, oh, so. they had a promo out like the first few, I don't know, like 1,000 or 100 were like 15 cents or the first day or first weekend, whatever. It was like 15 cents well, for Starbucks, a movie ticket. That's one thing I like about the Starbucks app right now is that they're running a lot of promos every single week where like, so on the Starbucks app, if you get 150 stars, you get a free drink. Mm-hmm. And then what star you get is like multiplied by depending on that day or how much your drink is or something like that. Anyway, they get like five stars per dollar spent or something like that. Um, so right now they're just doing a drink where they're doing a promo where like, oh, yeah, visit Starbucks just two times this week and get 50 stars easily. Yeah. Which means that you can easily rack up points for free drinks all over the place now. Yeah. Before, just to give you of where where they were at before the before the COVID, if you wanted to get like twenty five extra stars, it would say, "Okay, we'll buy a hot sandwich and then buy two mochas this week." Like something oddly specific, or like buy a lunch protein sandwich and then buy a drink during happy hour and then also buy a dessert. Yeah, what and is then this you get like? Extra stars. A side quest to like unlock <laughs> some secret armor. The hell is that? <laughs> to get the secret free drink. But but now because of the COVID stuff, they just want people at their stores. So all the the promos are just like, oh yeah, just stop by, buy anything, anything, a minimum of a dollar spent, just buy anything, yeah, at least twice this week. They're trying to adhere to these rules. They said that they have certain seats marked off so they can adhere to social distancing. You got to wear a mask I, unless you buy certain, and like they're not gonna have the whole meal thing open. So I'm guessing they're only serving like popcorn and drinks or something, and that's the only time that's you can take pro- your mask like, off. Like, that's literally the problem right there, though, is you're eating popcorn, you're opening your mouth for drinks. Uh, Not only that, but since you're not in sunlight, the virus is going to live longer indoors than outdoors. Yeah. So? That's part of the reason why the virus doesn't spread. Like, that, that is part of the reason why the virus doesn't spread as much is because outside, the sun kills it like, like that. Almost immediately the moment it comes out. That doesn't mean it's it's safe. Like clearly, if you're in Florida and you're having a, a beach and a whole bunch of people drinking White Claw all over the place, yeah. like yeah, then the virus is still it's in the cans. It's people are sharing cans. It's in the cups. You know, stuff's covered by the umbrella. Like there's there's all these little microscopic things that we can't that you just can't quantify at any given moment because it's just so much for any one person to think about. Yeah. But then you go into the movie theater. It's dimmer. It's colder. You know, you're sharing drinks and popcorn with people more likely. Yeah, and I don't think they're uh, going to be, like, cleaning everything. 
Yeah, well, that's so. the thing. You're dropping popcorn on the floor. Like, you're touching stuff with your hands. You're touching your nose. You know, let's say you got a little bit of butter around your lips. You get that little napkin, wipe it on your hands, move it to here. You know, oh, there's no trash can. I guess I'm going to put this napkin on the fucking cup holder <laughs> and wait for Romero to get a ticket. That way, when he gets over, he has a fucking napkin on his seat. Yeah. But apparently, they're opening back up. I'm not going anytime soon because I usually nope. just go with my friends. And until we can go, I can go with my friends again. It's really no point. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't see myself going to theaters for until maybe maybe next year. Yeah, whenever. Thank God, Endgame came out before all this stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is yeah, sad because I, I really want to see like Wonder Woman, the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, there's a bunch of movies I do want to see. So. Scarlett Johansson got so fucked on that Black Widow movie. Yeah, because you can tell. That Disney probably projected their sales lower than the other Marvel movies, because one, she's a woman. Wow. Two, <laughs> it's true though, because <laughs> you get because she doesn't have any. I was gonna say two, she doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> Which is true. She doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. I'm dead. That was some funny Cause, shit. Because in the USA, um, Captain Marvel did l- a little bit less than than they expected it to, but internationally it did great. Yeah, it did good. Internationally, they people just like fucking people doing crazy shit. In the USA, though, if it's a woman, it's like mm, I don't know about that one, Chief. Ouch. What about um? But um, but Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder I, Woman did pretty good, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But then there were also those people who were like, "Oh, she's a she shouldn't be running across the war wearing a skirt." It's fucking Wonder Woman. It's not realistic. Who cares, man? If you engage with these people, you're you're just giving them the attention they need. Well, anyway, um, it's it's like those people that it's like the those group of people are the exact same people that complained about Battlefield Five and said, "Oh, well, it's a woman." Uh, it's not realistic. Meanwhile, they're reloading guns as fast as possible, having no fucking problem. These guns used to jam all the time. It, somehow, they're shooting no no problem on finding the multiplayer. Not only that, these vehicle, these tanks will sometimes just not also move, but all these tanks, they're rolling in just fine. You know, if you die, you get respawned. That's so historically accurate. I mean, you bought the same Battlefield game like five times now. It's just... Yeah. Okay. But, you know, re- respawn... <laughs> The problem was the woman. It wasn't. The problem was the woman wasn't historically accurate. It wasn't the the instant respawn time. Because <laughs> you know that just happens during wars. Yeah. But then uh, you can, the, the the battlefield thing or just Call of Duty in general. Like also the idea of monetizing a wars is like not good. Like you can get into so many issues about that, and I don't want to. But yeah, it's the like, point with the you haven't had enough historically accurate World War Two games. Yeah, <laughs> and then even that, every single one of them just monetizes it even in one way or another. Like, you know, Battlefield Five had microtransactions. Yeah, in a World War Two game. So like, not only are we gonna romanticize the war a little bit, but we're also gonna put microtransactions in it. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, Battlefield Six when the aliens come in, and we can turn yeah, it into exactly. uh, was it Resistance Fall of Man. But with tanks. Well, <laughs> um, but but yeah, like I don't know, like the fast reload times too. Also, like if you ever, 
Like, it's just these people that complain about games not being realistic. And then, like, if, if you want to complain about games not realistic, complain about reload times. Because reloading takes a while. It is not as fast as it is in video games. Not when you have perks, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, when I'm running around with dual akimbo shotguns in Call of Duty, you can't tell me that it wasn't accurate when I flip my guns and reload them and then run to the next person. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the historically accurate stuff. The, the funniest post I think I ever saw in regards to that was the, I think it was on Twitter where a guy was complaining that uh, uh, Call of Duty... Uh, the one Call of Duty One wasn't historically accurate, <laughs> but then he did a post like saying that he was excited for oh, the Nazi God. zombies <laughs> in in Call of Duty. Like it's just like, oh God damn it, like, dude! Well, you're waiting for the ray gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't shoot me with that ray gun, bro. Don't taste me, bro. Um, but yeah, no. But Black Widow is probably gonna make less money because of that. I, I would assume so. I think Disney's smart enough to know so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what sucks is that like the now with theaters being down, if that movie doesn't release in theaters and people don't go to see it and people don't stream it, it's gonna like they might consider like Black Widow like a dead character, dude. Like like this all else fails. Sell franchise. Put it on Disney Plus. I would love yeah. to watch it on Disney Plus and. Because no. Taskmaster's in it. I love Taskmaster. So Yeah, Taskmaster's cool. Yeah, he's cool as yeah, his shit. His outfit looked dope. Yeah, so that's the whole reason why I mostly want to see it. Taskmaster's in this shit. Yeah, and like hardcore hardcore movie, like hardcore comic book fans are going to like it. But the thing is that there's way more casual fans than there's hardcore movie fans. Yeah. And then people also always like to revel in the negativity. Yeah, that's true. Just, just, just because, which... Ugh, Which leads us into annoying. the but, next uh, the comic new... book movie. Batman. Mm-hmm. And Snyder Cut, which I'm actually more excited for the Snyder Cut than I am for the Batman. Actually, uh, I kind of like the new Batman trailer. Like, the Riddler looks pretty interesting. I, I See, I had no idea how to do with the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, I thought the bad guy was going to be Scarecrow or something. Yeah, Robert Pattinson doesn't look too bad. I thought... At first, when I was like, oh, he's going to be the new Batman, what a douche. And then when it kind of, like, set in, I'm like, well, he might do a pretty good Dude, job. Like, years ago, when I learned that people had a problem with Heath Ledger becoming the Joker because they thought he was, like, such a joke actor. That's true. Uh, after I learned about that, like, years ago, I think it was, like, six years ago, I was just like, oh, people literally don't just complain about shit before it gets released and don't know what they're complaining about. But, I mean, if you look at his, like, movie record... From before he was in there, he was always like the pretty boy. Like I forgot what '90s movie it was. was like, not she's all that, but like, yeah, but some, like he was in like a bunch a of sh- high school movies and like some fake ass Romeo and Juliet. So, but but you always gotta give people like a shot. I mean, when they casted Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, there were plenty of people going like, "Well, this dude used to do drugs." Oh yeah, absolutely. He hasn't been in movies for a while. Don't get me wrong. I don't know about this Heath one. Heath Ledger definitely proved us all Paramount's wrong, doing. and so did. So did Robert Downey Jr. And I'm glad they did, because those roles are iconic. I'm just yeah. saying, that's kind of where my head was at with Robert Pattinson. And then when I thought about yeah. it, I was like, nah, he might do a good job. Now, when he was announced, I was just like, oh, okay, this could be cool. And then, like, they showed it, and I was like, oh, this this, this is going to look really, really... This movie is probably going to be really, really good. Um, I don't know how it's going to connect to the rest of the universe, 
but the movie by itself is going to be really, really good. Yeah, I, honestly, I think DC should just give up on the whole universe thing and just focus on making good movies. Well, oh, well, did you see the Flash uh, section of that DC dub? Yeah, how they're doing like a crossover with the Flash in the movie. Dude, I think that's what they're just going to do. I think they're just going to... what Whatever doesn't work in the DC EU, I think they're just going to use the Flash to kind of fix it. <laughs> Operation Flashpoint. Point no, I'm not even kidding, two. dude. <laughs> the Flash like, let's just say Robert goes pa- back Rob- and fixes everything. Like, let's say Robert Pattinson doesn't work out as uh, as Batman. Yeah, like I can totally see them making a Flashpoint movie. Flashpoint 3... I don't know, oh my save God. Batman's daughter, goes back in time, comes back to the future, boom, Michael Keaton is Batman from the 80s again, <laughs> except he's an old man, and hopefully now we can get a Batman Beyond movie. Oh my God, that would be so wild. I, don't, I mean, they could just do, I mean, if, if, they, if they embrace how goofy Flash's powers are, they could legitimately do so much dumb shit with it. They could, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's you. It's it's not about convincing the directors. I feel like most directors, especially now when it comes to these blockbuster movies, are pretty competent enough to tell a good story, mm-hmm. even the bad ones for the most part. It's definitely the studio execs you have to worry about. Oh yeah, people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I know Black Adam's probably gonna be sick. Yeah, that one I'm not that excited about, but I just don't. I don't know shit about the Shazam. I never saw the movie. Well, The Rock pretty much is like. Black Adam incarnate. He looks just like Black Adam. So he should be Black Adam. And we get to see The Rock be like an antagonist, which is cool. That that would be cool. Um but uh the other thing uh with the with the Snyder Cut, I'm dude, the Snyder Cut is wild because that's one of those things where when they talked about it, people were like, shit doesn't exist. That shit doesn't exist. And he's like, Yeah, it and does then, exist. Like, and then people started straight up just trolling for the sake of it, going like release the Snyder cut, release the Snyder cut, and then um, what's his name? Uh, the director would always just be posting stuff on Vero of all social media places. The one that nobody ended up signing up for. Did look Vero. now they got it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's 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 just. I would love to see a documentary of all that stuff when all this stuff is over. First of all, of just you want to see a documentary on a four-hour cut? That's gonna be a long movie, man. I don't care, dude. I want to see what they were thinking of releasing Justice League, what they did bringing Josh Whedon into it, what they did doing the reshoots, and then re-releasing the reshotted and re-executed movie again on HBO. Like that, they should. That is, it's double dipping. It's that is easy money. Such a Frankenstein of a movie, dude. It is. But you're double dipping. You're getting free money, so why not do it? The fans ask for it. Yeah. Give it to them. They're willing to pay for it. Dude, that it's 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 to me it's so goddamn interesting because that's like, you know, Endgame was so unprecedented in the industry. You've never had so many franchises come together to within a franchise, but also to create such an elongated universe. And this is very interesting for the same reason. You've never had this shit happen in a movie before. Yeah, where where the the original studio execs were like, we don't like the way this movie's turned out. Let's get the guy that did the Avengers. That movie made a lot of money. He can make it funny just like those Marvel movies. Then he does the reshoot. And then they're like, oh, we need to get $7 million to remove Henry Cavill's mustache because that doesn't look that good. Then the movie comes out. People are like, well, the mustache is a good indicator of what scenes were reshot and rewritten because, you know, he would would not have that mustache. (laughs) So then... um, then they then they release 
that movie and both Josh Whedon and Zack Snyder say, this isn't my version of the movie. Yep. And then fast forward uh, like three years and now they're re-releasing the movie with all this unused footage that they had. And I'm just like, that is just, just doesn't happen. That's like such an industry breaking thing. I wonder if they're ever going to do that again with other movies. It is, but. Or if it's a once. What else? Yeah, we had the same thing happen with Sonic. They actually went back and redid Sonic. That was uh But they did that was never happened before. Yeah, but they did not what they did not do, they did not release shitty Sonic and then go back, mm, we need to redo Sonic That's true. and then re release it again. That's very true. But still Sonic but, uh, was the that, first I, one too. And so I think nerds are kinda helping the culture a little bit. I am kinda curious to see how much if Sonic, if at any help, like if some studio execs saw Sonic and they're like, you know what? Maybe it's good to listen to the, the fans sometimes. And then they hit up Zack Snyder and were like, hey, well, well, they hit up HBO. Well, they, HBO hit up Zack Snyder and then HBO talked to the studio execs and then studio execs were greenlit it. And then the, they got back to Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. I, just, HBO I was like, yeah, see a documentary. We, we can make money off of this. And they probably approached yeah, them. I would love to see a documentary of all this shit. Like, if it ever comes out. Yeah, it should. Or at least, like, a director's cut with, like, all the back talk. And well, that, I mean. You know. This is the director's That's cut. That's true. It is a Snyder cut, but, like, the Snyder director's cut commentary with the movie. There you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? That's so but it's, it's That's like so a four-hour movie. Like, they're releasing it in four parts. And it's, like, That's an good. hour each. That's a long-ass movie, man. They did the same thing in uh uh they uh they did the same thing with uh the Hateful Eight actually. Where uh they released it to Netflix and they released it in uh three or four parts where each part was like an hour long. Jesus Christ. I remember watching it. Yeah, it they like added some extra footage. Movie. Yeah, they added some extra footage to it and yeah, <clears> it's uh you can look up the Hateful Eight, they have like the extended version of it and I haven't seen it yet, it's but it's on my to watch this. Four hours? Yeah, I mean it's. There's no way in hell I'm watching that. That's that's too long, bro. I love you, Tarantino, but I'm not watching no four-hour movie, bro. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's the Hateful Eight is so. Yeah, the let's see, I'm looking at the extended version right now. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's four episodes. Each one is a, a between fifty and fifty-seven minutes long. Hell no, nah, no, I'm not watching that shit. Nope. But I mean, when you're watching it as episodic, it comes across more like just a really well high produced show. <clears throat> too long, too long. I've already seen the movie. I get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you already seen the movie, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah. What's a uh, Lovecraft co- Country? Oh yeah, I started seeing advertisements for that on Netflix. Not Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube. YouTube was advertising yeah. it to me. I'm like, this looks interesting because of course it had H.P. Lovecraft's name. But then it had, like, a black guy as the main character, which, of course, if anyone doesn't okay. know, Lovecraft was pretty fucking racist. Did not like the Jews. Okay. Any outside forces, you know, Asian people, black people, all that good did stuff. Did not like black people. Really did not like black yeah, people. Yeah, he definitely did not. Okay, here's the thing. Do you know the name of his cat? No. Okay, let's get, let's get the live reaction right now. Look up on Google right now the name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat. I don't want to see this, do I? No, no, no. Look it up. All right, so he's looking it up right now. He's tapping into his phone. 
very trepidatiously like <laughs> he quickly did a double take I'm not saying that <laughs> don't say it but if anyone's curious that's listening to this podcast look up HP Lovecraft's cat it is the most ridiculous shit ever I feel like we should dig up his grave and shoot him again just for that <laughs> like crimes against humanity what a piece of shit yeah, what's funny though is that he created a whole bunch of stories that people like built upon and expanded and just really, really liked. Oh yeah, he has great stories. Definitely does. Yeah. And he started the whole Eldritch so horror, cosmic horror type thing, which is great. Yeah. It's probably one of the better examples of where people say, can you separate the artist from the art? I feel he's been dead for so long, you, you can do it a lot more easier than somebody like Oh yeah, absolutely. R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. We had to do that in one of yeah, our but, college classes for, um, what was it, Birth of a Nation? We had to watch that racist-ass movie. But it did a lot of good Birth stuff. Of it's like a movie when it was like about the um, emancipation and shit. Like the war and all that good stuff. The North wow. versus the South. And then they a painted 1915 some... American silent epic drama? Yeah. The fuck? It's a really creative movie for, at the time. It just has a lot of racist yeah. shit in it, so yeah, you know, it's kind of like you said, yeah, it's, separating the artist from the, the art work. from the artist. Yeah, it, it's always easy to do that when the person's been dead for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to do that when the person is still alive. Like once again, yeah, I feel I feel kind of bad, but you know, without him, we wouldn't have Bloodborne and a lot of great epic stories and such. So yeah. Yeah. But Lovecraft yeah. Country, yeah, I, mean, I watched the first episode before I started this. I was going to watch it after. How's it? It's pretty good. It's very entertaining. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's definitely... There's a little bit of racist shit in it, but that's not, like, the main focus. I mean, but is it, like, racist stuff to, like, prove a point? Or I can't imagine it's racist just for the sake of being racist. No, it's... I feel like it's going to have to be... Like, it has to be related to the plot. In yeah, because it's, it's set in that time. Okay, 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 see, okay, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, so it's part of the setting. Yeah. And then... Okay, okay, then that's fine. There's definitely monsters in it. I don't want to ruin stuff, but, you know, okay. you got to figure out. But the first episode definitely reeled me in, so... Oh, um, if while you're on Netflix, uh, I started watching this, uh, ne uh, the new Transformers show on Netflix, um, which kind of looks like it takes inspiration from the War for Cybertron video games. Oh, yeah, it, it literally just came out like three weeks ago, dude. It's and I, so I watched the first episode. It's really, really good. It's only, I think they're only going to release three seasons, and each season is going to be six, six episodes long, and each episode is thirty minutes long. Mm -hmm. But the, I think the show's called Transformers: Warf, War for Cybertron. It's Hot Rod, which in is it? named after. Uh, uh, I haven't seen a character named Hot Rod. He might come in it later. Okay. Because in in this in this uh, in this one, it's kind of like before Optimus Prime really takes a handle of the, of the uh, Autobots. And when he's kind of still has respect for... That's the cool thing I like. It's so They alluded to this in the Transformers movies that Optimus Prime and um, Megatron used to be like brothers. They mentioned it in the first movie, remember? Something like that. Yeah, and then they kind of alluded going back and forth. Granted, the movies were very inconsistent with their, their lore. They kind of played fast and loose with it. But it, it, it kind of does hint back at that. And if you watch Transformers Prime, which um, was another TV show, which was also really, really good. Um, uh, uh, Optimus Prime was like a librarian robot. 
<laughs> who received the spark from an actual prime, and that's how he got so big. Mm-hmm. And then Megatron was a gladiator. And um, eventually that's why he is as strong as he is. Okay. Uh, in this movie, this, I mean, this new Transformers show, I feel like it takes like the best parts of those Transformers movies and Transformers Prime and kind of puts them together in a really cool way where you still have Megatron respecting Optimus. Megatron is clearly a leader, but Optimus Prime hasn't really fully taken full con- command of the Autobots yet. Okay. And even within the Autobots, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, there's a lot of fighting versus how they should tackle the war. Some Autobots want it to be cleaner. Some of them want to be like it's way more adult themed than any Transformers really has happened before. And it's really cool because it feels like it's really respecting the source material. And it's also just really digging into the war aspect of this. Oh, that's like this good. is a war. And, and, and it's treating the Autobots and Decepticons like they're two separate races. Nice. That sounds interesting. Yeah, so yeah, so like Decepticons, they capture some Autobots and they're like, well, there there are people. And it, it so far, the way they talk, it makes it seem like like the Decepticons and Autobots, like they're they're, they're individual races within this robot race. Like within this robot civilization. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it, like like one of the first episodes, one of the themes, like it, it reminded me a little bit of of slavery because the um, they mentioned that oh well they capture Autobots and then the Decepticons use them for slave labor, and I was like what? Damn, I have to watch this. I was like, yeah, no, no, it's really cool, um, and it's uh, like I don't think it had a really high budget, but it seems really well produced and it's in 4K. Like it's a, uh, I, I highly recommend it, and it looks like it's taking up from like it looks like it's it's taking from the OG Autobots with how the Autobots look, some of the the lore and how it was used a little bit in the Transformers movies. The war for Cybertron is kind of the setting from like the video games where the Autobots are on the planet. This is kind of like the war's been going on for some time. They're still trying to find their leaders. And then a little bit from the Transformers Prime stuff which which uh, to me like some an evolution of that animation. Dude, as long as Marky Mark doesn't show up and his daughter's getting married nah, to some happy. like overage dude. Oh uh, dude, good. but I I highly recommend it. like it's so much better than i thought it was gonna be okay just uh yeah i was just like is this gonna be too much kiddish because sometimes transformer cartoons they appeal they appeal a little bit way too much to kids and no this is like this is like for everybody and it's honestly i wish the move the movies were like this mm-hmm. it's great all right <coughs> so lovecraft country good show i'll probably check it out at some point hell yeah and then um that, yeah, that's. I didn't see when I saw Lovecraft Country. I didn't think it was gonna have to do with H.P. Lovecraft, even though his name's on it. I thought it was more of a. This is just a county, like this is just like a, a redneck ass show or something like that. No, I knew I had to because you wouldn't just use that name and just put it. Yeah, out that there. is true. It's a very prominent name. You don't just throw it around yeah. there. Yeah, and then uh, Netflix also, for all the good shit that Netflix puts out, they also put out some weird fucking shit sometimes. Oh, God. The way they marketed this cutie shit was just... Dude, have you seen how it was marketed in France? No. Dude, in France, it's it's the same movie. It's an award-winning movie over there, Mm -hmm. but it's marketed totally differently. Yeah, because they marketed it as some, like, pedo shit. 
So it's like, what the hell is going on, man? Like, I don't want to see a fucking eleven-year-old twerk team. That's not. That's not yeah. where this is. This is not what we should be doing in twenty twenty, man. Yeah, if you look at the French, the French version of um, the because that's the original version of the movie. It's going to be releasing. By the way, it's the same movie. It's just a different. It's just the name has changed for localization. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so it's so different. Like it's just it's just different. Yeah, I don't mean. Yeah, in, in French, it's called Mignonis. And like, look at the here. I'll show you the um, the th- like. This looks way more of a coming of age tale than than what Netflix is showing. Like, this is the same movie. It's just marketed totally differently. Like, it's in the Discord group. But yeah, it's a coming of age tale where her parents are a little bit too strict, so she joins a dancing team, um, and they dance just uh, and it has to do with like yeah. girls being sexualized at a young age. Like, but if you look at the if you look at the French, the French one doesn't look like movie, that. It looks like them just growing up and doing stuff together. The other one is exactly, like, what the which fuck is, is this? The, yeah, which is probably what the movie's gonna be about. But yeah, when you look at the American version, it's like it's called Cuties. Yeah. And then the first thing they hit you with, it's a twerking team. They're eleven years old. Yeah. And it shows them all like, in their poses. The description is just like, like, what the fuck is this, dude? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, did you reread what you, you look, were doing? <laughs> you wrote this yeah, description. Yeah, and then, so it's just like. Like it's the exact same movie. It's just marketed totally different, and, yeah. it's, and it's an award-winning movie. It's, it's like, this movie is probably gonna get good reviews, but it's just, it's a good example. And I know we've mentioned it a couple of times of just how marketing can make or break things. Yes, this is a really good example of marketing, like just getting out of hand. Yeah, whoever whoever did that at Netflix, you better be happy that you still have a job, because I would have fired your yeah. ass. Yeah, like it's just, it's it has an eighty two percent on Rotten Tomato. That's before it hits the USA. Yeah, I'm sure it is probably a good movie. Like I just, I just don't know why they would lean into that. It's like, yeah, it's just, oh man, it's not good. And you know, you can use kids as to like tackle adult themes. Like, there's a movie literally called Kids, by was it Hermione Cringer, whatever his name is, who did that movie Kids? We were just talking. We were just talking about Transformers. Transformers literally using a kid's cartoon to try, a- asking questions about slavery, and are we is this is this war right or wrong? Like you can, you can totally use kids or kids properties for to tell any good story. Yeah, and like this movie, Kid has a lot. Of kids by Hermione, whatever his name is, last name. It tackles some really adult themes like rave and drugs and stuff, Ooh. and it doesn't like paint this stuff in like a lens that's like trying to like big up it or like give props to this kind of culture it's like no this shit is bad and kids who have no guidance can end up doing this kind of shit like it paints it in a really bad light like these kids need help and i'm glad they did that because it's like hyper real too it's it's scary yeah it's just man it is just so it's weird when you look at actual clips from this movie and actual screenshots, and then you look at how it's getting marketed in the USA, and you're just like, what is going on here? It's, just, it's such a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd be curious to see what the original... Uh, I hope they interview the original director. I would like to see what... I think it's a female uh, director, too. Yeah, it is. I would like to see what she, what she thinks um, 
or what she thinks of how her movie is being marketed to different countries. Yeah. Because it is. I think she had one interview, but she's probably going to have to do, like, another one to when, like. When the movie, I think when the movie comes out in the USA. Yeah, they'll, she'll uh, have to do one then. They'll, yeah, because it's, because um, it's just so weird. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, it's almost like, did the person that do that, that, that description, did they go through the movie and go into like two minute sections throughout the movie, like just fast forwarding it, just just skimming it, <laughs> and then going like, "All right, this is what the description is about." They're like, they're like, okay, one minute they're they're trying out clothes, adult clothes, they're having fun. Okay, they're growing up now. They're twerking. Boom. This is it. Dude, I don't know what that guy was doing, but he just wrote that shit and didn't have a care in the world. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I think that's kind of everything right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can catch me at iHeartGaming on Twitter, on Twitch, uh, YouTube. Um, working on a new Mila video. Hopefully, that'll be out by the. Maybe by the end of the week. I'm not entirely sure. Um, kind of recorded some stuff, uh, and it's had some technical issues, but hey, it's stuff's happening. Yep. I'm, uh, Yo, it's Richmatic. You can catch me on Twitch, backslash same name, Twitter, backslash same name, YouTube, just Richmatic. Uh, hopefully I'm streaming a couple games this week. I uh, definitely want to stream Control next weekend or some kind of one-player game. Maybe Luigi's Mansion. Oh, are you going to start Control? Yeah, or like Luigi's Mansion 3 it? or something. Nope, never played Have it. Have you played Control yet? Nope. Oh, dude, I think, you, I think you're going to love it. Yeah, everyone says it's I really good. I saw some good. less plays of it. I think you're gonna really dig it, especially um, once it starts getting towards the end. Did Did you play that game, Alan Wake, at all? Yes. Okay, it's got some references to that game. Sweet. Yeah, but I, I think you're gonna really, really, uh, really dig it. I would recommend maybe before you play that, just kind of watch a retrospective on Alan Wake or something. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but uh, all right, cool, cool. I'll catch you later. You have a good day, and I have to really, really pee right now. Yeah, all right, YouTube. Thanks for watching the videos. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We love you guys.